remind you, uh, Brian is usually wearing a high visibility vest and walking around and parking people uh, on Sunday mornings. Not always on a beautiful morning like this, but often in very cold and uh, difficult weather as well. He has been incredibly faithful to uh, the, the, the ministry of Greeter at this Mass on Sunday mornings. And it, it is a great pleasure for me to invite him to come forward and give our reflection this morning. And please show him a warm welcome. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Father Trout, and good morning to everyone. My name is Brian Aquadro, and I am truly delighted to share my story with you today. I've really enjoyed getting to know so many of you over these past couple of years right here at this Mass. It's a bit different to see you from up here, though. It's kind of nice. I'd like to start today, appropriately enough, with a dad joke. My kids love dad jokes, so here goes. I was wondering why the football was getting bigger, and then it hit me. It took me a moment to get it when I first heard it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I, I was surprised when I was first asked by Dennis Valentini if I would share my story today. I was humbled and honored, but hesitant at first. So many great stories have been shared previously. I've had many blessings in my life as a father and as a son, but what would I talk about? Then, just a few weeks ago, I attended my first Men's Legacy Weekend, and I was truly inspired by some great reflections. My story was starting to come together. Then, it hit me. I would talk about doing versus being. Two weeks ago, I attended a class mass while at my college reunion, presided by a fellow classmate, Father Joe Mazzone. Father Joe shared one of those homilies that just really makes you think. It just hits you. He talked about doing versus being. He said, the question isn't about what you have done, but rather who you have been. What type of person are you? What impact will you leave behind when you're no longer around? Who are the most important people in your life and how have you affected them? I'll say it again. The question isn't about what you have done, but rather who you have been. This hits me as I reflect on what it means to be a father. In the first reading today, Abram offered Melchizedek a tenth of everything. This was not offered with an expectation of receiving anything in return, but rather was offered of his own free will. Abram was being in the life of Melchizedek. As children of God, isn't this what we should strive for? As a father, it's about giving our kids all that we are capable of, and then some. It's about being in your kids' lives to guide them, to give them faith, to help them grow. So now a little bit more about me. I was born and raised in the great city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes, I am a Yinzer, and I still bleed the black and gold, the Stillers, the Pens, and yep, even the Buckos. I grew up in a comfortable suburban neighborhood with plenty of, plenty of woods and empty lots to play and thrive without electronic distractions. I have two sisters. I am the middle child. We grew up a close family surrounded by a large extended family. We can share many great memories of vacations, family parties, all of our activities, and just being together. We attended Mass regularly, usually as a family at the Saturday 7 p.m. Mass where Dad was a reader. 
He and mom were both very active in the parish, including serving on the parish council. My sisters and I attended public schools and went to CCD on weekends. Our faith was strong and unquestioned, mostly due to our parents. One of the greatest impacts dad had on my life was encouraging me to visit the University of Notre Dame the summer before my senior year in high school. Now at the time, ND wasn't even on my short list of 37 schools to consider. But I later found out that dad selfishly always wanted to see the campus. Well, that visit had me hooked, and four short years later, I earned a privilege of being called a domer. Upon graduation, I started a career in IT with Kraft Inc. in Glenview. I think they called it data processing back then. The first time I remember seeing dad cry was when he hugged me as I pulled away from my childhood home in a packed Honda Civic. While I had every intention of returning to Pittsburgh someday, he knew that I most likely would not, and he was right, as he so often was. Our casual rounds of golf and watching the Stillers play at Three River Stadium would be less frequent. This was when I realized he wasn't just my dad. He was my best friend. He was always there to listen and share his advice. Would stay up past two in the morning when I would get home from college, sipping on icy lights, mostly him, just listening to me talk about my latest college experiences. Well, I eventually met the love of my life, a girl from Mundelein, Mary Marcus. We've been living our dream for nearly 29 years now. We follow the stereotypical path from a single life in Lincoln Park to a ranch home in Libertyville with a picket fence, 2.3 kids, and a dog. Yep, we even got a minivan. We've been parishioners at St. Joe's since we married in September of 93 at the Barrett College Chapel. A few years ago, our, our kids shocked us with a surprise 25th wedding anniversary party over at the seminary. It was so meticulously planned and so thoughtful. They even arranged for most of our wedding party to travel in from out of town to help us celebrate. While Mary and I exceeded the average on our 2.3 kids part, we have raised three children to be remarkable adults. And together with Mary and our two golden retrievers, they are the pride of my life. Just a little bit about them. Katie is our first and oldest princess. I remember when she first arrived, she was on the hot dog stand, or what the nurses called the warming table. I approached her and called her name. She stopped crying immediately, craned her neck, and tried to open her eyes to see me. This was the first real feeling of being a dad. Well, Katie just finished first grade for the fifth time, as a teacher, that is, in Abingdon, Illinois. I'm truly inspired by her deep passion for the kids. They are so lucky to have her. Megan is another true superhero, also pursuing her passion. Shortly after earning her bachelor's in nursing, she began her career as a floor nurse at Glenbrook Hospital. Just six short months after starting her career, COVID hit, and her wing was the first to care for COVID patients. She's provided COVID care ever since, including all of those hard conversations with an iPad between a patient and their loved ones. Not an easy task, especially for such a young nurse. I really don't know how she does it, but she always, always has a smile and a positive attitude. This is certainly a reflection of her deep faith, which really blossomed during her years at St. Louis University. Our baby Kevin, he'll be a senior at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville in the fall. Just two more payments and Mary and I are free. 
My little man absolutely loves being a volunteer. And when he graduates with a bachelor's in, in industrial engineering next year, I'm not sure he'll come back home to Illinois. I'm so very fortunate that my parents have set, both set a great example for me to follow. How many times do I find myself saying, I'm just like my dad. He taught me so many lessons, whether he realized it or not. Lessons about life, to humbly live with passion, to be positive and optimistic, to be kind and compassionate, to have a life of faith whose family was centric to everything he did. Even today, when somebody tells me that I remind him of dad, a big smile comes over my face. There was a day I was golfing with dad sometime after I got through those high school years where I thought I knew everything. Dad confessed to me that he regretted missing my sixth grade play where I was cast as Huck Finn. He had a business meeting to attend instead, and he underestimated it was simply a play in the basement of my school. Forty years later, he didn't remember that business meeting. Nope. But he did remember and regretted missing my play. Mary and I have found so many blessings through our kids and our family. One more story for you. Over 15 years ago, when the kids were quite young, we stopped at the bank in downtown Libertyville, and Mom went inside to use the ATM. Now, it was one of those wintry days in December, and overnight we had just received 10 inches of that thick, heavy, wet snow that we all love so much. In my rearview mirror, I noticed an elderly lady trying to clear her car with a small broom. I told the kids to wait in the car, and I stepped out to help. About 10 minutes later, her car was clear, including the wall of snow left by the snowplow that had boxed her in. As I got back to our van, the first thing I hear Katie say is, Dad, that was really nice of you. Wow. I'm still overwhelmed with the impact that that seemingly small gesture, a simple act of kindness, had on my kids. Dad passed away nearly eight years ago after a lengthy battle with dementia. It was a difficult time, particularly being 500 miles away. I still think of him every single day. I can only hope that I have influenced my children in such a positive way that I have helped them to be better people, that I have shown them faith, that I was being a strong part of their lives. And just like me, they too can confidently say they have a great model to follow. This is the ultimate compliment of being a father. After all, the question isn't about what you have done, but rather who you have been. It's about being versus doing. Thank you for listening. God bless you all and happy Father's Day.